0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. We all need to have a little fun now and then. It helps us to build relationships with the people we love and the people we live with. We sat down with Ken Weisner. He's the owner and, get this, the Chief Play Officer and Beach Play Company. We wanted to talk a little bit about how fun can help us build relationships with our colleagues, our family, and our community. Let's listen. Ken, you're not only the owner of Beach Play Company, but you're also its chief play officer. What does fun, why does it bring people together?
1: We are basically driven by what children do. Children and play. So we kind of get our, our ideas from, from children in play. So if you ride right up and down the beach and you see kids playing, it's like, oh, well, adults really want to be kids. So play is, is such a powerful piece because people forget who they are and they, they just enjoy themselves and they get lost to that. Uh, I go all the way back to like when I learned about Montessori school. And Montessori School was different than the way I was raised. The way I was raised was kind of like a teacher stood up in front of the room and said, learn this, then forget it, learn this, then forget it.
0: Cells and bells, right.
1: With Montessori School, I saw, wow, you learn by doing and learn by reflection. And from that moment on, I was just like hooked, hooked on what I do. So, I, I mean, play is is extremely important. Now, I ask you to read something for me. Would you read the back of my business Sure, part?
0: absolutely. You can discover more about a person in an hour of play than in a year of conversation.
1: And that was so well done. But that is, that's it right there, you know, playing and you find out about people and you set those parameters. If you play with two people, it's fairly easy. But if you play with 20 people, it can be a little difficult. So communication and trust come into it. It's an
0: interesting dynamic. Why do you think it's so important, especially from a business setting? Why do you think it's important for colleagues to come together outside of an office environment to get to know each other better, especially in this sort of remote work and things have changed so much in our working world. Why do you think that matters?
1: That is a 12 hour question. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: the reason, I mean, honestly, it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, getting out of the office, we could just go to the office like robots every single day. I we had the COVID know. thing where people started getting home and all of a sudden they always see their top of their heads and they're, and they're just not communicating. So getting them outside and playing gets people to communicate, gets people to trust, gets people to make memories. So it, it just, it's just so powerful, the power, the power of play. And and, it's, and it doesn't have to be structured. You'll hear me say sometimes, roll the ball out and the kids will play. And that's adults. Just roll that ball out. So I right. just stand back and let them play. Not as much structure as you think you need.
0: I think it's so great that you kind of give grownups permission to play. Exactly. Permission to play. Tell me tell me a memorable time that you remember. Maybe a group that came together that you thought, this isn't going to work. I don't know. Or, or there's a, a memory that sticks out in your mind of somebody who came to one of your...
1: I have a lot. So the Salty Dog... So there was a point where I think I was working with the retail department, maybe about three, four, five years ago. We did what we do. And and I'm so much better at what I do now than then. So I look back and go, oh, my gosh, what did I do? And um, so I put so I do random putting people together. So I put these two girls together who, from what I found out later on, didn't like each other. Okay, so I had no idea the dynamic story in the time. And so three years later, when I was doing another team building for them, one of the girls told me the story. And I was like and they became best friends. Oh, and great. because I randomly put them together. So to me, that's like one of the coolest things about being a facilitator is that you see what happens right in front of you, but you don't see what really happens later on. And I'll say to people, this is that aha moment. You might have it now. You might have it on the, in the way home. You might have it in the shower. You might have it four years from now. But you're going to have an aha moment from this because you'll be like, oh, I didn't think I could do this or I didn't think she could do this. So yeah, my fav- that's one of my favorite stories. Because it, it was real.
0: You never know the impact of what never you're know. doing that day. It yes. could be something completely different than yes. what you set out to do. Tell me the difference you see in building relationships with family and coworkers in a post-COVID world and in an increasingly <laughs> digital world. We're all with our heads down, right? We're all doing this.
1: Another twelve-hour question. That's okay. But what I see is is that people are more sensitive than they were before. Um, when I was trained originally, you know, forty years ago, twenty years ago, um, to be a facilitator, I uh, you basically broke people down to build it back up again break them down, build them back up again. I mean, that's what people fear. Like, Oh no, don't break me down. Don't break me down. No, but, but, but we, you know, creating a safe environment to break you down. But again, we're breaking you down. What I see, what I see is, is like people are more sensitive. So there's not as much like debriefing or reflection, the deep reflection. It's just like, let's just have fun. Mm -hmm. Let's just have fun. And then we'll find out about each other by having fun. There's, it's like, it just, it's almost sneaky because like, Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Or, you know, I, I say to people all the time. I said, "There's three voices that go in your head. I'm stupid. You're stupid. This is stupid." Okay, <laughs> right? And you laugh, and everyone laughs, and that, but it's true. And I said, "Listen to that voice." Okay, so for, if it tells you you're stupid, tell it to stop. If if I hear it out loud, we'll call it a zinger. Right? If you guys think it's okay, that's fine. But I mean, it's probably not. So just have fun, and and then reflect. And um, you know, we take a lot of videos, and a lot of pictures, so they get to see themselves at the end. Um, all my games are almost almost all my games. I shouldn't say all my games are competitive but they're not traditional so what do i what do i mean volleyball when somebody who is not athletic sees a volleyball court they say oh i don't want to do that right but the way we play it is totally different so we have lots of games that are like inclusive and i hear it all the time when whether it's a family or a or a group it's like oh we have people that aren't athletic oh i get that i get that
0: i bet that's interesting for some people to come like you said that fear factor of, oh wait i'm not good at sports i'm mm-hmm. not good at these things And then just to let it all go. There's that
1: voice, right? Hey, let's get rid of that voice. So really quick, the answer to that question Mm -hmm. is like just the last couple of years, um, the COVID years was, who is the COVID years, was um, families, okay? So, I mean, I was lucky to have two sides of business. I have families, I have corporate, I have families, I have corporate, and families were here. And families were coming together for the first time, maybe they had to delay a vacation, maybe they hadn't seen each other a long time. The majority of the people I do, the families are, it's like grandma and grandpa come, they invite the whole family down, they're like, what are we going to do with these kids? And that's what I do. When it comes to corporate, really successful last year, bringing people together who only saw like, you can't see me, but from up here up, right? right? from the And they were only on Zoom calls. So it was like, oh, I know you, you know? So that was super fun. We did one. There was like 28 people there and there was like 20 countries that were there. Wow. The beach wins the game. So half of my battle is just, when I get into the beach, it's like, ah, oh, we're at the beach. And I usually start off with like, hey, put your hand on your chest, listen to your heart, look out in the ocean, close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths, relax. Stop thinking about where you were. Think about where you are in the in that proverbial present moment.
0: Right. Right. What is it that you hope when people walk away from one of your beach play experiences? What is it that you hope the takeaway that is? That is such a
1: great question. Um, it, it's my hope that they connect, you know, and they make memories. Again, there's that hashtag, make memories. Um, but to connect, to find something, you know, to have camaraderie, to uh, find out something about each other that they wouldn't have found out like you know people work for each with each other forever or like the example I have with these two women who didn't like each other um and then they they were you're not that bad you're not that bad and because that the idea of play drops that level of stress, especially that, you know, as a, as a trained facilitator, that first two minutes, even if you're a trained waiter or a trained anything, the first minute, two minutes, you got to win them over. And so I, I haven't had enough luck, but praise God, I've had enough practice at it that I know how to get people together.
0: To get people together and really probably, like you said, pull them out of their shell, pull them out of the, I'm stupid, you're stupid, this is stupid Mm -hmm. mode of where they are.
1: Um, I hear, I hear I'm really good at herding cats. (laughs) That, that should be on my, with with chief playmaker and herding cat. Right, cat herding.
0: right. Well, speaking of herding cats, you've been herding those cats <laughs> uh, with beach play companies. Uh, you started in 2017. I did. You had a long career, Ken, in a variety of different spots around town. What would you say to someone who's looking? to take the leap to owning your own business? You took that leap. What wow, is it? that's
1: such a powerful question. I have a, a mantra in my bathroom that basically says, you know, your journey begins with a thousand steps and I'll go on and on and on, but basically don't ever give up. So, you know, I hear Jim Balbano's voice in my head, don't ever give up. I, I've been through a lot. You know, I've been through a lot. I've lived here for almost forty years and I, or somewhere inside me, I knew this is what I was supposed to do. And I, and all the other jobs I've had, which is like one thing leads to another. Okay, everything you're doing is is all accumulation. What's going to help help you later on, you know. So every time I've ever talked in front of a, in front of one of these to you, to you, it helps me that every time I get to the next one. So you know, find out what you want. Know that you might not be able to get it right away, and but keep an eye on it, and know that what you're learning in the time that you're learning it is very very powerful. I mean, you know, we we go back a long time, and, and one of the one of the times I was. You know, one of my many jobs was I worked in staffing and working in staffing is basically replacing people in different jobs. And it taught me so much about leadership. It taught me about how people hire and all that helps me later in life. So don't give up. Find your dream. Don't give up. It's hard. You know, I mean, it's really easy to take a paycheck. Right. Know, it's really easy to get health insurance.
0: To be comfortable. Whew. And then yeah. I will
1: tell you that COVID was just very sideways for me. You know, thank goodness that I had, and I also had a plan. What did I do? I I bartend, right? I, I went back. I'm 50-something years old. I'm right. bartending with a bunch of young kids. But I, I got to create relationships with people. Right. I, I wanted to see right. how I they reacted to me when I talked to them right off the bat. I wanted to see where they were staying, what they were doing. I love this island, and you guys know that. Yeah. I, I love, love, love this island. I don't know what I would do with, without this island, you know? So I, I ride my bike up and down the beach, and I see these people that are big families. They're here for a week. And we're so lucky. We're so we're lucky. to so get to we're witness so that lucky. every day. 40 years, man. Yeah, we and I live in South it. Beach. I mean, I was so lucky. Last night, last night there was the most amazing cloud formation that came right past my window. The night before, it was a rainbow. It was like,
0: whoa. Yeah. You, know, you so. get to live here. Pinch me. That's how I right. feel. I still feel that way about the low country. If people want to get involved, if they want to be part of Beach Play Company, how do they find you?
1: Oh, you can find me um, on, wow, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, you can call me, you can go through the chamber, you might see me on the beach with my craziness.
0: Yeah, no, we've done it as a group, as you mentioned, and it's just a great, great experience. I encourage all our listeners, whether it's your business, whether it's your family, it is time well spent. So thanks for what you do, and uh, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you
1: so much. I appreciate you guys.
0: Thanks everyone for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our five questions podcast by subscribing to the chamber channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.